The opinions expressed in this show are the views of the host and not necessarily that of WTRW, 94.3 The Talker, or the Bold Gold Media Group. The following presentation is paid for by NJC Investments, who is solely responsible for its content. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Portions transcribed. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM The Talker. My name is Nick Colarossi. I am a certified retirement counselor with NJC Investments in beautiful Clark's Green, Pennsylvania. And I'm thrilled that you've chosen to join us once again as we open up this week's doors to the College of Financial Knowledge. Our program originates this morning from the luxurious corner office studio right here at the beautiful Bold Gold Radio Complex, located high atop the summer green fields and peaks of the West Mountain of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Our goal on today's program is to help you to become a better long-term investor and also to help you to weather the storms the investment market storms of 2022. And we have a lot of ground to cover today. We had a big week in the markets last week, a big tail off on Thursday and Friday. We're going to cover the reasons for that, where I think our markets are heading for the rest of 2022 and beyond. We are going to continue with our theme Things that are working right now in the marketplace. Yes, there are investments that are up on the year. We're going to cover those. We're going to show you how to possibly diversify your portfolio to keep it afloat as we cruise through 2022, headed to 2023, and hopefully better times in our markets. We're going to fill this program with as many investment ideas as I can. So it may be a good idea to have a pen and pad handy if you're at home. If you're driving, remember, you can always go back to our website, njcinvestments.com or any podcast platform. All of our programs are there. This one will be there later today. You can hear replays for absolute free. You can hear the entire program or any portion that you like. Well, before we get started with everything today, let me first introduce the gentleman that makes this program possible and all the other great programs that you hear on the talker on the weekends, in the mornings, up until the mid-afternoons, producer extraordinaire, Mr. D.C. Taylor. Good morning, D.C. Good morning, Nick. How are you doing? 
I'm doing okay. Another Saturday morning. Another fine Saturday and a fine weekend upon us. Looking forward to the weekend. I know the markets can't go down today. That's a good thing. <laughs> right. A rough ride last week, DC. Did you see yeah. yeah, apparently. Wow. A lot of things going on. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll cover the reasons for that. We'll give you some ideas on uh, what's going on in the markets, what we can kind of expect over the summer months and where I think we end up at the end of the year. But we have a lot of investment ideas to cover today that are actually up on the year. Mm-hmm. Nobody believes me that things are up. <laughs> yes, there's always a good place. There's always something going on that's good. So there's never a bad time to make a good investment. I think I've heard that somewhere before. <laughs> that is a very, that's a great, uh, what they call a uh, slug line or a, or a slogan. Okay. We'll I like go, it. We'll go with that. Uh, before we get started, though, why don't we check the weather? I'm looking out there, kind of a mixed Saturday morning today. Yeah, you may see a uh, few showers out there. Uh, today we'll get into the mid 70s uh, more upper 70s and uh, maybe a couple more showers tomorrow maybe even a thunderstorm so that'll be exciting we like that. well <laughs> keep, i like i like thunderstorms they keep everything <laughs> green as well i hope it's nice wherever you're listening this morning or yeah. wherever you're listening if you're listening to a replay i hope it's a beautiful day right all right cc yes. taylor well, uh, housekeeping tips here. Just um, remember, if there's ever anything that we cover on the program that you need more information on, we only skim the surface here, and they're never recommendations from me to you. I do not know if it's suitable for you, things that we're covering here, but we try to cover as many different ideas. Remember, you can always reach out to me. I can get you the deep details so you can start your homework, your due diligence to see if a particular investment or area in the market is suitable for your portfolio. Reach us at NJC Investments at any time, 570-586-5030. If you call right now, you can leave a message. We'll get back to you on Monday morning, or you can go to our website, njcinvestments.com. You can even email me right through the website, and uh, we're happy to help you in any way that we can. Sure. Well, DC, you know the last couple of weeks have been pretty decent in the market compared to the the eight weeks of selling we had before that pretty much culminated around May 20th, mm-hmm. where the lows, then the last couple of weeks, at least sideways to slightly higher. We did have a up a 6% week in the S&P right after the eight down weeks, and people were starting to feel just a little bit of, a little bit better about their portfolios, their longer-term prospects, and you should. Remember, you are not a trader. You are a long-term investor. If you have more than a three-month time horizon here, if you have at least a one-year to three-year time horizon, which you should, you'll be in good shape. That's what history should usually proves out to be. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it certainly was a a tough end of the week last week, and it started on Thursday about midday, and I was on a phone call, and I looked up at the markets, and all of a sudden, they, they started to take a dive out of nowhere, and I later saw that the European Central Banks decided to raise interest rates for the first time in a decade. Okay. And they're, they're at about zero on interest rates, so they're catching up to our banks that have been raising interest rates over the last few months. And it seems like the central banks, all the bankers, are, I'll say the world banks, are, are trying to tamp down inflation the best they can by raising interest rates. And we can talk about that a little bit. But that was the beginning of the sell-off on Thursday that led into Friday. And on Friday, we got the CPI number, the Consumer Price Index, showing inflation. Now, everybody had been hoping 
that inflation would start to peak and just start to come down a bit. That was not the case. We saw a 40-plus year record high on that number. You have to go back to December 1981 to see a number like that. And that's that's uh, astounding to me that year over year, how much it was 1.4% inflation when um, when we changed over in presidents and administrations. And now the CPI on Friday came in at 8.6%. It was up 1% in May alone. And the core price, again, if you exclude food and energy, why you would ever do that? Because <laughs> right. I think we need both of those. <laughs> yeah, It was 6% in line, and they were expecting that number to be in the five. So on all accounts, a very bad inflation number on Friday. That sent us into a tailspin. We heard from economist Brian Westbury on Friday, who came out after this number, said, clearly, inflation is not transitory. He said it will be here with us until the Federal Reserve gets growth in the money supply under persistent control. And he's just citing, DC, that we've had a 40% increase in M2. What is M2? The supply of money that's going back and forth in Mm -hmm. the economy that we've never seen that before. So they keep pumping out all this stimulus, all this stimulus. So you have more dollars chasing fewer goods. You couple that with the supply slowdowns and shutdowns and everything that's gone on. It's a perfect storm. Um, Westbury is saying you got to get that money out of the market. It's We've got to. That's the only thing that's going to tame inflation. So I did hear on Friday some analysts out there saying now Federal Reserve was expected to raise two more times at 50 basis points and maybe a 25 basis point hike and then be done by September. Now they're talking 75 to 1% rate hikes may be on the table. We'll see. I don't think the Federal Reserve has the guts or the stomach for that, but you know what? They probably should. Yeah. Because otherwise the inflation is eating away at our economy, at our pocketbooks. You can see it at the grocery store. You can see it at the grocery store. You can see it at the gas pumps. And now you can see it on Wall Street. I also heard from Art Laffer, who was the um, economic advisor all the way back under President Reagan. He's on the business channels from time to time. A gentleman by any stretch of the imagination. He's just a true gentleman, very smart guy. And this is what he said about the... um, Biden economic team last week, and not to be political, because you can blame both sides for the over the last uh, decade for all of this mess that's building up. But he called the Biden economic team. It's like Jimmy Carter on crack, which I would never (laughs) think I'd hear from from uh, Art Laffer. But that's how bad it he thinks that Janet Yellen, followed by Jerome Powell, one a Democrat, one a Republican. He says neither one of them have any idea of what they're doing. Yeah. Wow. That gives you confidence, right? <laughs> Jeez. So with all of that said, we're going to turn around with the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used uh, to say. There are things that you can do in your portfolios right now. Yes, I think you need to be a bit more defensive. We've been telling you that for the last year. I stay with that. I say stay diversified, but it may be suitable to add in things that you haven't in the past to kind of weather the storms of inflation. It will last a while, but not forever. Okay. There are things you can do now. And in just a few minutes, we're going to give you some ideas 
of things that are actually positive for the year, things that we own for certain clients, certainly not all. We're suitable, of course, but we'll give you some of those ideas. So don't go anywhere. Stay with us the entire hour because I promise to make it well worth your while and you will be all the wiser for it. Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker. I'm Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments. Across the massive soundboard from Mr. D.C. Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame. And thanks for allowing us to be the soundtrack for your early Saturday mornings. Well, D.C., coming into Friday... The S&P 500, it feels really bad, but if you go year over year, this time last year mm-hmm. to Friday, the S&P 500 down, but only down 4.9%. Okay. Okay? So yeah. keep that in perspective. Now, do you remember how many sectors there are in the S&P 500? Uh, 11. 11 is the correct answer. Very good. Now, year over year, the worst performing sectors, number one Communication services down 23% year over year. Consumer discretionary stocks, things that we'd like to have, but maybe we don't have to have, down 14.6% year over year. And surprisingly, financials, financials down 11.6% year over year. Those are the three worst. However, there are three that are positive Year over year, number three, the consumer staples sector is up 3% year over year. Things that we need for everyday purposes, things we have to buy. Number two, utilities up 10.6% year to date. Now, I heard on Friday, utilities with inflation, and I've gotten letters on both my gas bill and my electric bill. Mm -hmm. Do you know that year to date, utility prices are up 30%? Over. Over 30%. Wow. What are we going to do when we all go to electric cars? (laughs) Our electric bills are going to go way up. Everybody's saying, well, I don't have to pay for gas. I can pass right by the gas station. Yeah, and then you get your electric bill, Uh which will be much higher at that point if everybody switches over. And then they're going to say we're using too much electricity, and here come the brownouts and blackouts. (laughs) That's it. That's it. And then where are you going? Right. You got to get uh, something with a little kite on the back or something with the <laughs> sail, right? Or start flapping your arms. Something. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, utilities up 10.6% year over year. And you know what the number one sector is in the S&P 500? Is energy. By far, uh-huh. year over year, energy, the energy sector in the S&P 500 up 63.2%. Year over year, coming into Friday, those numbers according to Morningstar. So yes, there are things you can do. There are adjustments you can make. There are investments performing well in these difficult markets. And we're going to talk about a few in just a minute or two. But I think DC's waving at me that we better take a break first. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk about some specifics when we come back. But first, let's thank our friends at Seidel's Restaurant in North Scranton for sponsoring this portion of our program. A great classic Italian-American bistro right here in our own backyard, D.C. Yeah. 
comfortable atmosphere, outdoor patio for the summer, great nightly specials. Do yourself a favor, pick up the phone right now and get your reservations to Seidel's Restaurant. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Your financial future, back after this brief message. I hope you'll please stay with us. If you're searching for a special dining experience, Sedell's Restaurant is your home for great taste. Sedell's Restaurant is one of Scranton's elite fine dining establishments, specializing in Italian-American contemporary cuisines. At Sedell's, generous size entrees are prepared with only the highest quality ingredients. So whether you're having a meal for business or pleasure, it's sure to leave a lasting impression. Sedell's Restaurant has mouth-watering Italian-American contemporary cooking with a delightful ambiance. At Sedell's, you are certain to find unique specials for what you're craving. If you can't find an entree off their elaborate menu, just ask the chef. He can create an off-the-menu meal for you. At Sedell's, the owner is also the chef. Sedell's is located on the corner of Main Avenue and Tripp Street in North Scranton. They are now accepting holiday party reservations and on- and off-site holiday catering. 343-6544. That's 343-6544. Make it special. Make it Sedell's. Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, helped along by producer extraordinaire Mr. D.C. Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame on this beautiful Saturday morning. Yeah. Hope you get some time to enjoy your weekend with your family and friends. Absolutely. Get outside and enjoy the great outdoors. We'll have We'll have some dry times out there, you said, right? Yeah, I don't think it's like a washout type of thing. Just a couple of showers here and there. It's a beautiful time of the year. Yes. Well, I know my morning just got better, DC, because he just did his mad dash down the hall, brought us both back a piping hot cup of coffee. Don't know how he does it so quickly, but he does. Mm -hmm. And what is it that we have in front of us today? Special taste for uh, this time of the year every year is uh, there ain't no cure for the summertime brew, parentheses, nor would you want one. All right. That's a mouthful, and the coffee's certainly good. (laughs) Yes. I thank you for that, and we urge everyone, hey, why don't you grab a cup of whatever it is that gets your early Saturday morning started, sit back and enjoy the rest of our program. We were just talking earlier, DC, before the break, about the top performing sectors in the S&P, out of the 11 sectors in the S&P 500, there's only three positive, with energy being by far and away the best performing sector, up over 60% year over year. Well, I was reviewing the top subsectors of the S&P 500 last week, and there are 123 subsectors. And get this, out of the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, let's, let's stay with a nice number like 7, the top seven subsectors of the S&P 500 this year over year through May 31st, according to Bloomberg, all seven of these up better than 30% year over year. Amazing, right? And here they are. Oil and gas production, integrated oil and gas, oil and gas equipment services, oil and gas refining and marketing. I see a theme going on here. (laughs) Fertilizers and agricultural chemicals, agricultural products, and oil and gas storage and transportation. Again, 
year over year, all of those subsectors up over 30%. And so it's it's basically energy and commodities. And, and if you consider oil and gas a commodity, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're going to move on now to commodities because I had a brand new investment idea across my desk last week that I will share with you. It is in the commodity sector, but it combines the commodity sector with something else that we've been talking about over the last year as an investment strategy, and that is the covered call area. And a covered call is simply selling options against your existing positions, bringing in a premium from those options, and then distributing that to your shareholders in the form of a distribution that looks like a dividend which is pretty interesting because if you can get a good rate of return on that dividend, let's say you have a 5% dividend, you have a 5% cushion on the downside, and you can reinvest those dividends many times. In this case, you can't, but many times you can reinvest those dividends, and that's almost like a dollar cost averaging program. So how long now have we been talking about commodities, DC? Taylor, would you say? Uh, quite a while. Well, it's over a year. Yeah, yeah. Coming into, yeah, certainly in 2021, into 2022, they have generally worked out well. And we're talking about diversified commodity indices. DC, Taylor, and I are not going to know when to buy the pork bellies and when to sell the orange juice futures, right? <laughs> no, no orange I, I don't know. Let's let one. a manager do that. Yeah. But let me make the case or commodities. I had an interesting piece come across my desk with statistics again from Bloomberg, and it talks about how commodities have done over the decades. Do you know since the 60s, every decade, except for the 2010s, our last decade, every decade was positive with over 60% returns in the commodity indice. Let me see what they use here as the commodity index. It's simply the uh, Bloomberg Commodity Index between 1231-1959 and 1231-1999, right up until 2000. Mm -hmm. Again, every decade had over 60% total returns in commodities. With the exception of the 2010s, we were down 38% in the commodity sector. And that's the first time going back through from the 60s. Now, more interesting, if you look at the period of time that they're comparing this era with is the 1970s, right? Yeah. If you look at the 1970s, so in the 60s, commodities up 61%. In the 80s, up 66%. In the 90s, up 63%. In the 2000s, up 99% total return over the decade. In the 70s, they're comparing us with now Mm -hmm. this type of inflation. Commodities up (laughs) 1,547%. And the article goes on to say, you know, that's that... The only downtime was the last last decade, but commodities are still nowhere near their all-time highs that were set back all the way back in 2008, and they're right now approximately at the same levels they were nearly 20 years ago. You combine that with the effects of the global slowdown, global central banks have been expanding their balance sheets. Commodities, they say, may potentially benefit from inflation that's caused by this expansion. And the inflation right now running, as we saw, or we talked about early in the uh, program, 8.6% 
year over year. That's the highest since 1981, December of 1981. Historically, when the Fed has increased interest rates by 50 basis points or more, and they have already done that, the average return for the Bloomberg Commodity Index, and that the symbol on that is BCOM if you want to look that up, the average return when the Fed has started raising rates by more than 50 basis points has been at least 25%. In the concurrent year and nearly 20% or higher the following year. So historically, commodities have had a positive correlation with inflation. Of course, when we give you those numbers, even though they're from Bloomberg, D.C., Taylor, what, what, what must we say? Uh, past performance is not a guarantee of future results. That is right. That is past history nor DC Taylor nor I can predict the future, but these numbers interesting. I especially that stands out to me. <laughs> Commodities in the seventies up fifteen hundred percent. Okay, so <laughs> what? Not saying that's going to happen. I'm right. just saying. Right. Bloomberg is saying they're not expensive here. We're back to commodity level prices from 20 years ago. So there may there may still be some upside potential, even though they've done well year to date. Now, we've been giving you different commodity indices and symbols of ETFs and closed-in funds and mutual funds over the last year. I'll give you a few of those. We'll, we'll go over a couple of those that if you'd like to do your homework. Again, not recommendations from me. Do you work closely with your own financial advisor to make sure it's suitable for your portfolio if you're going down this path? Commodities that can go up 60% DC, Taylor, can and go down. 60%. That's right. This is an aggressive area of the market, but certainly working in 2022. But before we review some of those indices that we gave you in the past, let me give you the new investment that came past my desk this past week. It's interesting because it combines the commodity strategy with a covered call strategy. So what they do is they're looking at stocks in the commodity area, and I'll give you some of the names in here, Chevron and ConocoPhillips, Archer Daniels Midland, Marathon Oil, Nucor Corporation, Southern Copper, Steel Dynamics, companies that they believe will benefit from the rise in commodity prices, and they sell long-term call options, betting that the stock is going to go up. They bring in a premium. They distribute that to you in the form of a dividend. That dividend is, its we can't give you a dividend rate because we don't know because the reason we can't give that if the option is exercised, it will change the dividend structure over time. So what you're really looking for here is a hedge against inflation, and you will have potential income coming in throughout the lifetime of this investment. This is a unit trust, so it has a fixed time period. It just came out. It started... On June 2nd was the initial trading date for this. It came out at $10 per unit. It is currently trading right around that $10 level, and they're seeking income and capital appreciation. And as always, there's no guarantee or assurance those objectives will be met, mm -hmm. but it is commodities are 
seen as a hedge against inflation in this type of environment. Now, there are many different ways to invest in commodities. This is just one example. We did do a a handful of purchases for clients at NJC Investments in this particular portfolio, but we have much broader diversified commodity holdings across certain accounts at NJC Investments for full disclosure. If you'd like more information on this particular commodity unit trust, you can ring us up at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030, and we can get you out the deep details you really need to look into to see if it's suitable for your own holdings, and it will give you the risks involved and the costs involved as well. Some of the other commodity ETFs that we've covered in the past, DC, and we hold again for certain investors. DBB is the symbol of the Invesco DB Base Metals Fund. DBC is the Invesco DB Commodity Index Tracking Fund, much more diversified. GSG is the iShares S&P GSCI Commodity Indexed Trust. BCX is the BlackRock Resources and Commodities Strategy Trust. That carries a 4.9% dividend. In mutual funds, FCGCX, the Fidelity Global Commodity Stock Fund. That's the C-shares. PCRCX, the PIMCO Commodity Real Return Strategy Fund, Class C. And if you're looking in energy, the Fidelity Advisor Energy Fund FNRCX on the C-shares. We've covered all of those before, D.C. Taylor, and we can get you information on any of those or all of those if you're interested. Remember, this is not a time to run out and buy anything you hear quickly on the radio. Do your homework. Do your due diligence. If we can help you in any way, this is where your work begins, but we'd be happy to help you. Ring us up at any time at NJC Investments, 570-586- 5030. Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM, The Talker with Nick Colorossi of NJC Investments. And thanks for helping to make the Your Financial Future program the number one financial hour in all of Northeastern Pennsylvania and beyond. Well, DC, we've come to my favorite part of the program where we'd like to catch you up on where we stand year to date in our markets. But before we do that, you know that I always like to give you a hot tip on some of the best investments that you can ever make. And that is investing in your family, investing in yourself, and investing in your own community. This is a great event, DC Taylor, one of my favorites. I've been to this several times. It's worth taking the entire family to Scranton, Pennsylvania for the RailFest this weekend, today and tomorrow, 9 till 5 p.m. each day. Do you know this has been missing for the last two years with right. that, that little thing that came through, that little... Uh, yeah, that thing. That thing that we don't want to hear about anymore, right? right. And uh, so anyway, back open, it's the Rail Fest at the Steamtown National Historic Site, 350 Cliff Street in Scranton. Admission is absolutely free. What do you get? You have limited train rides. You get the caboose experience all free today and tomorrow. And get to see the great site of Steamtown. What a wonderful, wonderful park. 
And the ribbon cutting going on right about now. If you want to go right after the program, they're going to be unveiling the big boy. They've been restoring that forever, it seems, right? Yeah, the, yeah. That's their their biggest attraction. They'll be the park service staff will be taking you through tours of Big Boy's Cab. You get to ride the caboose experience within the historic rail ride. And they also have the Scranton Limited ride. That's about a 30-minute ride. If you want more of a train ride on Sunday, there's a special excursion out to Gouldsboro, leaving Steamtown at 11 a.m. Now, that one, you do need tickets for. Prices range in the $25 to $30 area, but well worth it. I believe that is a... um, a ride that leaves at 11 and returns at 3 p.m. You can get your tickets right at the kiosks at Steamtown. The great event for the kids, D.C. Taylor. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid uh, growing up, we certainly didn't have Steamtown then. If there was a train coming down the tracks, I'd make my father pull over to the side of the road. We'd stand there like idiots. Uh, Dad, come on. We got to stand over here and watch the train. And always at the end, the caboose would go by and they'd wave to us and everything. I love trains. Still do. Still do. What do you have for us this weekend? Well, uh, we got uh, something that you could do anytime. Uh, Visit KeystoneMilitaryFamilies.com and find out how you can help our service members and veterans right here in Pennsylvania. Find out where you can get Danger Zone Pale Ale, the new beer created by veteran-owned PA breweries with proceeds going to Keystone Military Families. Uh, The beer is available at 20 breweries in the state. Uh, Keystone collects groceries, clothes, household items, and furniture. They ship around 100 care packages Uh, every month and they donate 10,000 Christmas stockings every year and uh, money donations are accepted and encouraged. Definitely. uh, They could definitely use your help. Uh, Just find the address at the website to mail your check. The website is Keystone military families, Dot com. Check out all that info and uh, please help if you can. And uh, thank you from uh, 94.3 FM, The Talker, a veteran-owned and operated radio station. Absolutely. Uh, support our veterans as we do and yep. uh, great cause, D.C. Taylor. Yes. All right. Well, thanks. And and now it's time to get back to finances or would you like to break and then come uh, back for take, the finances? Take a break. Let's take a quick break. When we come back from this break, we'll jump right into where our markets ended up as of the close on Friday. We'll give you some ideas on where we think we're heading for the rest of 2023. We have more investment ideas for you. Keep those pins and pads handy. But right now, let's thank our friends at Montrose Motors for sponsoring this portion of our program. A great family-owned dealership in that beautiful little town of Montrose, Pennsylvania. Great new Ford lineup. What else do they have, DC? Uh, pre-owned vehicles. If you are if you are looking for if you, a pre-owned vehicle, uh, they will help you find uh, just the perfect one to meet your needs, meet your budget. They, uh, you know, they, the, all the good dealerships like Montrose the, Motors. They uh, they they know people at other dealerships uh, all over the place, and they can call and say, "Hey, I have a customer here who needs this particular thing," and you know, they, they'll they, they know a guy who knows a guy. Let's just put it that way. It's an old. <laughs> so, it's like an old time family dealership yeah. not many of those around anymore uh-huh. and uh, i'm sure that my pals at montrose motors can make you that great deal on your next vehicle your financial future back after these brief messages i hope you'll please stay with us looking for a dealership where you'll feel right at home the minute you walk into the showroom this describes montrose motors to a team 
You know, that Ford dealership in the great little town of Montrose, Pennsylvania? Not only do they have a great selection of new Ford vehicles in stock, they also have an equal amount of quality pre-owned cars, SUVs, and trucks. It's just a short country drive to the no-hassle Ford dealer Montrose Motors on Grow Avenue. Ask for Andy Bennett or Doug Thomas. These guys really have never met a stranger. You'll end up friends. Nestled in the rolling hills of beautiful Clark's Green, Pennsylvania, you will find NJC Investments, a capable small town firm with local values working right here for the citizens of our own community. Whether it's retirement planning, college planning, or just building up that long-term nest egg, the advisors at NJC Investments have decades of experience helping your neighbors achieve their goals. Why don't you get to know NJC Investments too? You can reach us at 570-586-5030. That's 570-586-5030. And we welcome you to join us weekly as we broadcast the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM The Talker, Saturdays at 9 a.m. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Ball and Company LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Yes, this is the Your Financial Future program with Nick Colarossi from NJC Investments on 94.3 FM, The Talker. Welcome back. I'm uh, D.C. Taylor, and uh, across the soundboard, across the massive soundboard uh, over there on the other side of the room, it's uh, Nick Colarossi. Hi, Nick. Hello, D.C. Taylor. Thanks for uh, all the help you uh, provide here on the program. Appreciate it very much. Tis my pleasure. And I remind everybody, check out My Pal D.C. weeknights on our sister station, 105-1035, The River, a great classic rock program, lots of great music, and some wit and wisdom in between. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate that. 4 till 8 p.m., 4 till 7 on Fridays. Yes. All right. Well, DC, it's time to get to our market update right now, where we stand year to date in our markets as of June 11th, 2022. And uh, these numbers, a little bit off from last week with the sell-offs on Thursday and Friday. Dow Jones Industrial Average now down about 13% year to date. The S&P 500 down 17.5% on the year. And the NASDAQ down 3% on Friday alone, down 27% year-to-date on the tech-heavy NASDAQ. The problem is on the other side. The 10-year Treasury yield now 3.15%. That is going up. That is a gauge of fear and inflation. The price of a barrel of oil, D.C. Teller, I don't have to tell you it's up. You go to the gas station every other day like (laughs) the rest of us, right? Right. Oil now over $120 a barrel. Those are the highest numbers that we've seen in quite some time on both of those numbers. A lot of fear, a lot of inflation. Inflation has not peaked. Mm -hmm. And a lot of market analysts out there, a lot of economists say it is going even higher unless we do something about it. And it seems we're not doing anything. And what we are doing is hurting it even more. They're still talking about 
more stimulus and they're talking about raising taxes Uh, you haven't paid your fair share lately dc (laughs) no not in the last uh 10 minutes anyway neither of those (laughs) ideas would help the inflation problem no well we'll see how it goes we'll we'll see how it goes but anyway we're uh I, i my my best take on all of this dc teller is Try to diversify your portfolios, make them a little bit more defensive, at least through the summer months. I think eventually we will start to see inflation come down a little bit. I think we will see earnings strong enough to carry our markets higher, but I don't think it's until at least late third quarter, early fourth quarter. That's my best opinion anyway, but it's too hard to try to jump completely out of the markets when you feel bad, jump completely in when you feel good. My best opinion is you stay the course, you dollar cost average where appropriate, keep diversified yes all right looking forward to next week i have even better news the federal reserve meeting is next tuesday and wednesday oh boy they are they're still expecting a one half percent 50 basis point hike in the federal funds rate and they expect that for both the june meeting and july meeting this week's meeting will be tuesday and wednesday so we will have that number at 2 p.m on wednesday so stay tuned for that mm-hmm. We'll see what the Fed says um, going forward, what their thoughts are. But now there there are people out there saying, no, you might get a 75 basis point or even a 1% hike. Mm. I think you need to do more than that, but I really don't think the Fed will because the economy is slowing. Right. You cannot raise interest rates into a slowing economy. We've never done that before. Mm. Usually you're raising interest rates to slow the economy. The, the economy has slowed. We'll see. Right. All new territory, D.C. Tiller. That's why I'd like you to tune in each and every Saturday for the report card on the Federal Reserve, the markets, and the economy. You got it. And uh, we got a a light blinking here. That is the uh, studio hotline uh, blinking in our faces here right now nick on saturday mornings if that's if that's lighting up you know what that means i did must mean it's time to talk to mitchell dimitrick for the mitchell's mailbag segment yes it is time for mitchell's mailbag here on the your financial future program where we answer your questions love to hear from you uh, via email is the best way to do it it's nick at njcinvestments.com putting that subject line mitchell's mailbag and then uh mitchell dimitrick our always intern who is on the phone with us right now uh gets all the questions together Hi, Mitchell. Happy Saturday morning to you. Hello, DC. Hello, Nick. Happy Saturday indeed. It is a beautiful one. How are you both doing today? We're doing great. Every day's a beautiful day, and Saturdays are even better. And we're looking very forward to answering your questions today. I'm looking forward to asking them. Well, good. Then let's get right to it. Question number one. Go ahead, Mitchell. All righty. Question number one comes from Ed in Dunmore. Ed asks, why is it that inflation is making stocks go down? Okay, Ed, great question. What what is what's the big problem with inflation, DC Taylor? Why does that hurt the stock market? Very simply, at the beginning actually, inflation is is good for the stock market. I think we saw a little bit of that in 2021. Prices still rising at the beginning of inflation, but as inflation wears on, the Federal Reserve has to get in there and start raising interest rates. Also, we're starting to see people cut back a little bit on their spending, right? So if you're spending less, you're cutting back things you don't really need, that's maybe hurting corporate profits going forward 
going forward. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to buy that extra cell phone this year, right. if you're not going to go on that vacation, things like that. So those are things you have to consider. So the two things that drive stock prices in the long term are interest rates and earnings, corporate earnings. Interest rates are going in the wrong direction. We want them lower, not higher. So there we're we're fighting upstream there. And also earnings is the next fear. The earnings picture is still pretty good. We just pretty much wrapped up earnings for the first quarter. We're not too far away from starting second quarter earnings in just a few weeks down the road. Let's see how they come in. But if earnings start to contract because people are investing more and spending more. That's the other side of the problem with inflation. That's what we're seeing right now. At least that's the fear. I think that will eventually end. We just don't know when. All right. Let's get right on to question number two in Mitchell's mailbag. Go ahead, Mitchell. Alrighty. Question number two comes from Samantha in Hazleton. Samantha asks, what are you personally doing in your own investment accounts right now? Samantha, that's a, a fair question. I don't want to give get into specifics. I'll give you a generalization of what I'm doing in my own personal accounts. It's very similar to what I'm recommending to most of my clients, and that is in my in, in my retirement accounts, I am dollar cost averaging in each month. You know how much I believe in dollar cost averaging a little bit into certain investments on a fixed monthly basis, a fixed dollar amount, whether the markets are good or bad. I continue to do that. In fact, I've increased some of those investments. I do the same thing for my college 529 for my children, my 529 plans. Each and every month I'm adding in while the market is going down. We still have a few years till college, so I hope that that will pay off. I'm very bullish for the long term. As far as my overall picture, I stay as diversified as possible in markets like this where it's difficult and one day you feel like buying and one day you feel like selling and you should be over here over that. Just stay diversified, weather the storm Things will get better down the road, but stay in the markets if you're a long-term investor. All right. There you go. We got time for one more question in Mitchell's mailbag. Go ahead, Mitchell. What do you got? All righty. Last but certainly not least, question number three comes from Tom in Old Forge. Tom asks, I am 60 years old and my 401k has gone down over 30% so far year to date. Is there anything I should be doing differently right now? Well, Tom, I'm sorry to hear that, but you're not alone in in some of these returns, DC. Uh, the average return, again, that we're seeing somewhere between minus 10, minus 15%, I would say, is average out there mm-hmm. for diversified portfolios. If you're down 30%, Tom... It may be that you're leaning a little bit too heavily towards growth. I don't know the specifics. I'm just um, guesstimating here. Um, But you want to look at your portfolio, sit down with your financial advisor. If you need help, you can give us a call at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030, to make sure that you're properly diversified for your particular goals in your time frame. I don't know when Tom expects to retire. I think we'll be fine down the road, but right now, if you're down that amount, it might just be a little bit of uh, over-diversification towards the growth sector, which is most underwater right now. All right. Well, there you have it. More of your questions answered here on the Your Financial Future program inside the Mitchell's Mailbag segment of the show. And remember to send those questions to nick at njcinvestments.com. 
and put in that subject line, Mitchell's Mailbag. Thank you, Mitchell Dimitrik, for uh, getting those questions together again for us this week. Thank you, DC. Thank you, Nick, for having me on the show each and every Saturday morning. I'm looking forward to what questions our listeners send in next week, and uh, I'll talk to you both then. We look forward to that as well. They were great questions today. Good picking, and we look forward to speaking with you right here next Saturday, right here on the radio. Sounds good. That again, Mitchell Dimitrik, our always intern, right here on the Your Financial Future program. Been with us for years now, DC Taylor. Years and years. It was yeah, it was about four years ago, um, June 2018, when uh, we first we first uh, brought Mitchell in as a uh, just a kid. Then he was. That's right. But uh, now he's he's uh, he's uh, he out in the working world. But he uh, still comes back every Saturday to help us. We're really absolutely really happy about that. That's great. Well, thanks again, and uh, time to move on now, DC Taylor. I want to fit. In some more investment ideas on keeping with our theme, things that are working right now. If you're getting mad every time you pull up to the pump and fill up a tank, DC Taylor, uh-huh. take a look at some of the gas and oil companies here. Exxon Mobil. Nobody wanted it when it was $50 a share just less than a year ago. Now over $100 per share. Symbol XOM up 60 year to date with a 3.5% current dividend yield. How about that? ConocoPhillips, symbol is COP, up 63% with a 1.5% dividend. Shell, the Royal Dutch Shells changed the symbol to S-H-E-L, up 34% with a 3% dividend. Yes, there are investments working. We do own for certain clients all three of those companies for full disclosure. Let's look at some ETFs. You don't want to do individual stocks. Maybe you want a basket in the area. The XLE, which is the Energy Select Spider ETF, a basket of stocks in the energy area led by the oil companies up 61% with a 2.8% dividend. USO, which is the U.S. Oil Fund, another ETF, up 65% as of Friday. And D.C. Taylor, one area in energy that kind of flies under the radar from time to time, and maybe it's because it's not that time of the year, the natural gas sector. Listen to this. First Trust, natural gas ETF, a collection of Stocks in the natural gas area, natural gas prices way up Mm -hmm. this return year to date symbol FCG up 72% year to date. And one last one here, Barclays natural gas sub index ETF, a little bit more aggressive here up 146% year to date symbol GAZ again GAZ FCG in the oils USO XLE in the oil companies Shell is SHEL ConocoPhillips COP ExxonMobil XOM don't tell me there aren't investments working out there in this <laughs> this tough market environment DC Taylor right am I saying to jump all over to energy absolutely not but there are ways to diversify where suitable 
Those are just some ideas. There are hundreds of different ideas out there. Do your homework. And as always, if we can help you in any way, ring us up at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. DC, I think it's time to take our last break, but don't go anywhere. We have more investment strategies to come. Your financial future with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments. Back after this brief message. Stay with us, won't you? Hi, this is Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments. Investors today are facing all new challenges. With recent market volatility, we've urged our investors not to lose sight of their long-term investment goals. It's times like these that can create opportunity because we believe true wealth is built slowly over time. Let us show you how that can work with a simple dollar cost averaging plan that can help you stay on track to meet those goals. If you would like to talk to us about getting started or updating your current investments to take advantage of today's market opportunities, give us a call at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. That's 570-586-5030. At NJC Investments, we are bullish on America and excited about our future. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments and Mr. D.C. Tiller of Bold Gold Radio fame. Yeah. We have some time left, a couple sure. minutes, right? Yeah, about seven minutes but here. Let's, let's move right along with some different ideas, one that I cannot help you with. Okay. But I know that a lot of people are asking, so I'm going to share with you the information I know on I-bonds. We've talked about them on the program before. Right. These are inflation bonds from the government. You cannot buy them in NJC Investments or any brokerage. They are directly through the bank, kind of like a Series E bond would be a savings bond. These are um, government savings bonds protected for inflation. Now, the other day I caught Larry Kudlow. He is one of the economic advisors for President Trump. He was also... Is a Fox Business program, mm -hmm. I think, at 4 p.m. on Fox Business. A great program for uh, investors, I think. He's also a longtime financial advisor and an economist. And he said, right now, you should be buying big cap quality stocks on the way down because we don't know where the bottom is. Obviously, we saw that with nearly a almost a 900-point sell-off on Friday, D.C. Yeah. We don't know where the bottom is. Right. We've got to be closer to it than we were before, but we don't know where that is. And you're not going to be able to pick it. So if there's companies out there or if there's areas of the market that you want to do in baskets of, of investments, buy a little bit each month. Buy a little mm -hmm. average into the market. Somewhere it will turn around. I believe in that strongly, but there are areas that you can work on. But he said, buy those. But also buy I-bonds. Why did he say buy I-bonds? Because inflation is certainly a problem and because these are ratcheted up when there is inflation. The current yield on an I-bond that you can purchase from a bank, 
2%. That's good through October 2022. It will then reset. It will probably reset higher if trends continue, but we, we'll have to see how that plays out, DC. Mm-hmm. You can only purchase up to $10,000 per calendar year in I-bonds. You're limited to that, DC. Their interest accrues monthly from the first day and is credited to your account every six months from the issue date. And they are considered a low-risk product that helps protect your savings from inflation and helps you to supplement your retirement income. They are federally taxable, but they are free from state and local tax. And you have to, these are meant as long-term. They are actually 30-year bonds, but after one year, you can cash them in. However, they're meant as long-term investments for over five years. So if you hold them over five years, you can cash them in and get your full interest. If you cash them in after one year and between five years, you would get three months of your interest deducted. So for instance, if you cash them in after 18 months, you would only get 15 months worth of interest, but you must hold them one year If you go after five years, there's no penalties and you can hold them up to 30 years. And again, that interest rate will adjust according to inflation. Current rate, 9.62%, which isn't too shabby, DC Taylor. Not at all. That's why Mr. Kudlow said he would be buying I-bonds. And if you are currently looking to dollar cost average into the equity markets, which I think is an excellent idea my personal opinion, especially for younger investors, but for anybody that has a, let's say, three-plus-year time horizon, I think this is an excellent time to buy quality again in small quantities, month over month. Some of the areas we're looking into, some of the dividend aristocrat-type stocks, I like to stay balanced. I'll give you a little bit of growth. I'll give you a little bit of value the dividend aristocrat area. There are a lot of mutual funds. There are a lot of ETFs in that area, dividend payers that will help to buoy you through the markets. You'll be getting that dividend stream. You can set that up like a dollar cost averaging plan to reinvest every month or every quarter. You can look into some of the fundamental growth stocks. I still think the FANG stocks are good, DC, but there's a lot of quality growth stocks that are on sale right now. You can look at those through mutual funds, through ETFs, or even the individual stocks. Again, buying little bits at a time. You won't catch the bottom, but buy a little here, a little next month, and so on. And stick with quality, and I think this will also pay off for long-term investors. And then the third leg of that, DC, if I'm looking for places to average in now, the covered call style funds where they're selling options against those stocks, bringing in that money and distributing that back to you, set those up to reinvest, and I think that will help you for your long-term investment plan. Some ideas there. There's the Global X NASDAQ 100 covered call fund on sale now, I think. QYLD, we do not currently own these two I'm talking about, but we do own others. There are many different options out there. Do your homework. Another would be the Global X S&P 500 covered call fund XYLD. LD. You can get your your toes in the water there and have the income coming in 
on a steady basis. Remember, I think through the summer months, it's important to be diversified. I think it's important to be a little bit more defensive, but don't give up completely on quality long-term positions. Average into them little by little. We'll we'll try to get a hypothetical in DC again of a long-term average Mm -hmm. that when you look at the long-term, the S&P 500 earns about 11% over the last 25 years. Yeah. And we're down more than that mm-hmm. this year. Right. So we have some catching up to do when we're looking in the rearview mirror down the road. We'll say, oh, that was over quickly. Unfortunately, when you're in the middle of it, it feels a lot worse. Times will get better. Stick with your plan. Don't get knocked off track. Don't let your emotions kick you completely out of this market. So with that, DC Taylor, I'd like to thank you again for all of your help on today's program. You're very welcome. And let's remind everyone, and you saw it through some of the examples we gave you today, there is never a bad time to make a good investment. If you have any questions on our program, you can always reach out to us at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030 by telephone, or go directly to our website, njcinvestments.com. Thanks again for tuning in this morning on 94.3 FM, The Talker. May God bless you and may God bless America. Make it a great week. We'll see you next Saturday. This has been a FilmWise presentation. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.